0: Latvia Weekly with Otto Tabuns and Joe Horgan. Labbakar VCM, and welcome to another episode of Latvian Weekly. And a very warm welcome into the second century of the Latvian Republic's existence. I'm Joe Horgan. I'm joined here by my co host, Otto.
1: VCM, hello.
0: And I'm also joined by um, my daughter, A over here. Uh, She's going to provide a little bit of uh, commentary, I think, every so often. Um, I don't know exactly what she's saying, but if any of you are babies out there, um, she, she, I don't know, might be doing some kind of translation. It will certainly give us balance. Exactly. So, uh, anyway, Otto, 18th of November. Some of you listening out (laughs) there might have heard that there was a big celebration yesterday something about proclamation day so what exactly were we celebrating Otto oh,
1: I was uh, as excited as is Esther uh, we celebrated uh, the hundredth uh, anniversary of the proclamation of independence of the Republic of Latvia or in short version uh, the hundredth birthday of Latvia uh, which is uh, of course a uh, great achievement uh, for us all and also a uh, very great celebration
0: exactly now, So we're celebrating 100 years, we keep seeing the number 100 everywhere, if you've been here in Latvia over the last year, you've seen this 100 logo stylized Mm -hmm. as an infinity Mm -hmm. sign, which is a a very, very nice piece of graphic design, Uh, props to whoever designed that, I was too lazy to look it up, but has Latvia really only existed for 100 years? Is, what, what, what exactly does this mean, 100 for Latvia? Uh, did, was there no idea of Latvia before this?
1: Uh, so regarding uh, the 100, uh, it goes specifically for the uh, Republic of Latvia, um, that is uh, the statehood. Uh, but uh, the idea of uh, Latvia as a, a separate entity uh, as a identity uh, and uh, of uh, Independence uh, has been there uh, before uh, as uh, for example uh, already in uh, 1903 uh, it was me Walters uh, uh, who uh, discussed uh, the, the the position and the uh, the rights uh, and status of Latvia uh, within the uh, Russian Empire and uh, was already discussing of uh, Latvia being uh, not only an uh, autonomous or um, uh, self-governing part, but as an independent uh, state and uh, getting free uh, from uh, the rule of the Russian Empire. And of course, uh, uh, people of uh, Latvia have uh, uh, tried to get their independence and have fought for it uh, already before, uh, starting from the uh, early uh, 13th century uh, when uh, the uh, local people fought against foreign incursions. And that was also the time when the Latvian flag was born. uh, And uh, the the red and uh, white uh, bands uh, also being very symbolic of uh, the history that we have had, uh, the red uh, symbolizing the blood that has been uh, shed uh, in our uh, continuous fight for independence
0: exactly now this obviously was a very special 18th of november considering that it was the mm-hmm. centenary the, the the 100th but how do Latvians typically celebrate independence day so in america if any of you are listening out there americans uh we typically ce- typically celebrate with fireworks with um grilling with uh, i don't know what else really maybe some country music how, how do we celebrate it here in latvia
1: uh, well um, in Latvia of course the celebration is uh, affected by the time of the year that it's not the middle of summer but rather uh, almost the beginning of uh, winter uh, and uh, um, as I remember since I was a child um, uh, my mother took me uh, to the uh, fireworks as well which was always a central part of the celebration and uh, um, of course uh, a very important part of uh, the celebration day was to go to a concert like by the choir uh, or uh, by an uh, orchestra or like to, to, to listen some um, um, music uh, and uh, to spend this time together uh, with a uh, family, uh, with your uh, close uh, relatives, also perhaps have a dinner or so and uh, uh, mostly celebrate it uh, indoors uh, except uh, for the time of the fireworks. Uh, Also, uh, an interesting uh, tradition that has uh, been here for the uh, last couple of years is uh, the part of uh, Staro Riga, this uh, um, uh, celebration at the capital city that includes a number of uh, light projection and performances, uh, open air, uh, so that uh, people could only, uh, not, not only um, wait for the fireworks, but also go around the capital city and see various sites in uh, bright colors and uh, light during the darkest time of the year.
0: And Star-Origa is really something spectacular. I, sadly, I wasn't able to see it this year, but all of the other years that I've been, Uh, It's really fantastic. All these buildings in the center of Riga and in other places in Riga, too, are turned into these, uh, they call them light objects. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very, very cool pieces of art. I just want to mention one thing about fireworks, though. Uh, Big cultural difference. People ask me all the time, Joe, what are the big differences between America and (laughs) Latvia? There aren't many that you notice on an everyday basis, to be honest. But one big one is fireworks. Fireworks are awful, in America, please forgive me, my my dear country. But what you have in America for fireworks are. And already after the 10th minute, you have kids asking, is this the grand finale yet? Is this the grand finale yet in Latvia? It's so much better. You just have they're synchronized to music um they last like maybe 10 minutes long in america i don't know about the rest of america i'm from maine maybe this is just a Maine thing that we have this endless endless firework displays that go on for 45 minutes nobody wants to be there it's uh i don't know i i I sound like the grinch right now and speaking of the grinch actually so in america we're used to thanksgiving which is uh happening next week being the uh, beginning of the Christmas season. But here in Latvia, the 18th of November is the beginning of the Christmas season traditionally. So this is when people start putting up their Christmas trees. This is when you start hearing annoying Christmas songs on the radio. Uh, But but here in Latvia, just like in America, it's been getting earlier and earlier every year. Uh, Exactly. So, um, let's see. We already have to get into an autocorrect that is very connected so we're this week we're connecting this week in history and autocorrect because they're both 18th of november Mm -hmm. themed and they both have to do with a certain chainsaw wielding uh (laughs) politician Otto, can you please explain uh, this week's auto-correct?
1: Yeah, Uh, so uh, I'll start with that, that uh, Latvia uh, has uh, received uh, a number of uh, congratulations, uh, both like uh, domestic and uh, international, and uh, they have been uh, very great and very heartfelt, cordial, uh, and uh, so on. But there have been also uh, a few others that have been uh, peculiar, to say the least. That's putting it kindly. Uh, Yes, uh, as we are in the studio uh, today Uh, and uh, like one of them is uh, the the congratulatory post by uh, miss uh, Inguna Sudroba that uh, noted that uh, on the 18th of November we have a celebration uh, but at the same time uh, she put up uh, flags of Latvia uh, as well as uh, flags of Uh, some uh, other um, uh, political entities such as the uh, Latvian Socialist uh, uh, um, uh, Soviet Republic uh, the Latvian uh, Soviet Socialist Republic and the ISKOLAT or the Executive Committee of Uh, uh, one other uh, entity that that, uh, existed uh, in uh, Latvia uh, at the early uh, part of the independence war Uh, noting that all of these countries including the Republic of Latvia is not uh, in existence anymore and that uh, we as the people of Latvia uh, should build up a country that works for all of us Um, so
0: um, so quite a provocation and for those of you out there who this name doesn't ring a bell for Ingunasudraba she was actually a very very popular uh, kind of stateswoman you could even say not just a politician Mm -hmm. but a stateswoman she was in charge of the state's auditing service um, or as we call here the controller the the state controller or comptroller I guess you could call it in some other places and she formed this political party which is No Lot VI, which is what, to Latvia for the heart or four Latvia from the heart. There's a few ways you can translate mm-hmm. it, depending on the grammar. And she formed this party before the 2014 election. They very surprisingly got, what, like eight or nine seats in Saima? It was like... Uh, I think
1: seven or eight. Uh, yeah, seven yeah, or eight. Yeah.
0: And since then, things have gone a bit downhill. And she was uh, implicated in a few... Um, c- corruption scandals and has also been uh, connected with Russian interests as well. And this is well, she was also in this very famous. And you have to look this up. Look up on Google Inguna chainsaw. She had this fantastic fam- Facebook post of her holding a chainsaw, trying to uh, get out the vote. Uh, why would she do this, Otto? What What's the logic? Why?
1: I think that uh, on the one hand it might have been an attempt uh, to to repeat the rhetoric of the party that uh, we need uh, quite uh, extreme reforms uh, to change the situation in the uh, country, uh, but at the same time uh, I cannot uh, grasp whether it is the uh, lack of political experience and some kind of naivete or a deliberate uh, <laughs> provocation in the sense of challenging the, the existence of uh, our country and, and putting into question uh, uh, the Republic of Latvia uh, and the continuity of the state and, and the existence of the state especially uh, of. Uh, uh, her uh, being um, a civil servant and a politician and uh, representing our country. Uh, So uh, I think uh, this reminds me of a geography lesson in uh, primary school when they told us uh, about an uh, island that had a volcano uh, and uh, when it blew up it Uh, took away uh, species uh, of birds with it Uh, and uh, I think similarly we can see like this political career and uh, as uh, Rarely as it happens we can actually pinpoint uh, an exact moment when this uh, political capital uh, Of which there was a lot uh, has been extinguished
0: Exactly. So in simple terms, she's done Anyway, um, really a provocation on the 18th of November, Mm -hmm. uh, considering that this is our proclamation day. We're celebrating 100 years of a republic. And that's really just the the, the Kremlin's rhetoric that this republic that we currently live in is separate from the one that existed from 1918 to 1940, uh, which is untrue under international law, but um, very strange situation in general.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, and uh, at least you could see that uh, uh, it is not an opinion shared by her uh, party members as one of the two comments by the post was by the uh, uh, party uh, chapter in uh, Bauska that announced that they distanced themselves from this post and they have uh, uh, put forward an application to the party for
0: it to disestablish itself. And no seerge Latvia is by far the only example of political turmoil here in Latvia. Uh, Probably the tamest example. Uh, Otto, how are those coalition talks going? Uh, uh, Quite interesting. Thank you for the question. (laughs) So uh, for those of you who have been maybe keeping an eye on Latvian politics in the last few weeks, we are now in, we just finished week six, wasn't it? It was week six since the election. We still have no prime minister. We still have no government. Uh, Now, if you remember last week, so President Veonis, he chose Giannis Uh Bordons from the Yauna Conservativa Partia. That's the new conservative party. Or you can also translate it as the young conservative party Uh because their average age of the uh, deputies is quite young. Uh Uh, So Giannis Bordons was chosen by the president because all of the political parties, they couldn't do what Uh they usually do, which is decide on Uh a candidate and then go to the president. Uh So the president said, "Okay, fine. I've picked Giannis Bordons. Now, if you remember right after that, Aldous Guobzems, who was from KPV Alve, they were the populist party, he immediately, in the press conference afterwards, said, I will not work with Artis Pabriks in his government, who Artis Pabriks was the leader of Autisti by Par, which is kind of the center left party, uh, which was very strange because, well, Bordons was the candidate, mm-hmm. not Artis Pabriks. Yeah. But, now just a few days later so this uh wednesday the artisty by par yanavunutiba zesees and Nazionala so four of the partners in the in the next coalition they left talks they said we're not going to work with bordons uh, his spending plan is completely unrealistic, which is a little bit ironic that the conservative party is being criticized by mm-hmm. the center-left party of being financially irresponsible. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. Uh, but also they were complaining that he's not acting like a prime minister, that he's attacking us as uh, instruments of the oligarchs and, and, and all of this. Yeah. So A lot uh, of
1: bad bloods. So.
0: Exactly. So later that night, though, uh, Giannis Bordons said... In in this uh, talk show on uh, Latvia's Televisia, LTV, he said, well, I also won't work in a coalition with Artis Pabriks. So that doesn't leave the president very many choices. Realistically, out of the three that he uh, nominated, there's just all this left from the populist party who it was completely almost unthinkable just a few months ago that He could be in a position to become prime minister, Uh, even as few as, you know, as recently as a few weeks ago, most analysts were laughing at this idea. Uh, But it looks like he might be given a chance by the president to form a government. We'll see what happens. And then I don't know if you read an ear this week uh, that the president wants to stick to candidates who were nominated by the parties before the election. So that would be Christianis carnage from um, uh, Jauna mm-hmm. that would be Roberts uh, Zile from National Abviniba, and almost unthinkably, Maris Kuczynskis, the current prime minister from Zalou and Zemniku, Sab- Sab- Sabiniba, but realistically, probably not.
1: But uh, at the same time, I think the president uh, told that uh, he would like to pick a candidate from the members of the parliament.
0: That too, so that would be in the case of if uh, that list is exhausted because. There, there has been this option of a compromise candidate, but he wouldn't want to pick the kind of compromise candidate like Andres jelly in 1995, uh, who's completely outside of Sima. Mm-hmm. So if there is going to be a compromise candidate, he would like to pick somebody who is currently serving um, a, as a deputy in Sima right now.
1: Yeah, so at least it, it might be easier for us to fathom who of them it might be.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. But it's still hard to fathom because who could it be so outside of um first of all Otto, what do you think zile Karinch or kuchinskis if it's not going to be guobzems mm, uh,
1: actually um
0: th-
1: they might actually not command a majority as well so so one of the possibilities uh, that we might actually look at is that it might uh, still be one of the top three parties mm-hmm. but uh, perhaps another candidate then uh, because if we listen carefully to what uh, Mr. Gobson said he told that he wouldn't go in a coalition with uh, Led by publics, but he didn't say that he wouldn't go in a coalition led by Atisti by par
0: exactly So so, so mm-
1: there are some like nuances and opportunities that actually uh, that they might work it out between like the the, the three leading Parties, but mm-hmm. only with a different candidate. So well, we 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 will have to see uh, what what uh, uh, who, who will have like the, the better
0: negotiation skills? Um, and there's pretty much no point in us even talking about who the candidates could be because we're going to hear so many different names uh, suggested in the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks that uh, there's really no point in mm-hmm. us wasting time speculating right now. Exactly. But uh, quite mm-hmm. uncharted territory we're in. Would you would you call this uncharted territory, Otto? Uh, uh, I think that we have had uh, situations.
1: Uh, quite similar before uh, but maybe not in uh, quite recent history so it might look uh, a little bit uh, strange uh, at the uh, time, at this time. Uh, also that there have been like talks about the, the budget of the uh, next year uh, and it might be uh, the situation that uh, if we do not have a, a new government uh, by the end of the year that uh, the, the government will, or the country will have to work uh, under a technical budget using the appropriations and, and the, uh, the budget plan from the previous year. Um, so I think it's similar uh, in the United States when uh, you have the what is it uh, sequestration. Uh,
0: uh, let's not even get into that. But uh, we're we're well we're well versed with that in America. We we have been doing that for for quite a while. Um, sadly, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, so, but uh, uh, in uh, contrast to some other situations, uh, uh, tens or uh, uh, ten or twenty years ago, uh, we have the normative acts in place, and uh, we should be uh, fine for a while, even in that situation.
0: But anyway, it's been quite a thriller. Um make sure to stay tuned. Uh LotviaWeekly.com, also on the Latvia Weekly Facebook page because uh, we, we've been posting major updates all the time, uh, not just a story of the days, but but also um, whenever there's a major coalition update. So so make sure to pay attention there, uh, because it has been quite a wild ride. Uh, and
1: Esther agrees uh, to us.
0: I, I, Esther is fed up. She says we yeah. just need a prime minister. They, <laughs> they should all get it wrong, right? Well, anyway, speaking of deputies in parliament, uh, there was a proposal that got 10,000 signatures on uh, monabalspunktelve, which is my vote dot lv it's a little bit like the petition site that the white house has where if a certain amount of people sign this online petition it goes in front of sima and they have to at least discuss it so what 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 exactly is this what is what is this um issue that they're that they're discussing
1: uh well uh, the issue that they are discussing is that uh, that the deputies uh, of uh, of Saima uh, who have not been re-elected uh, receive under current uh, legislation uh, um, compensation uh, for uh, having to leave uh, their office and uh, the motion uh, is uh, to uh, either reduce or cancel it uh, completely uh, as uh, this uh, is part of the discussion regarding uh, uh, how much does it cost uh, to the society uh, of, of um, in regard to uh, many aspects of the parliament and the administration of the parliament and uh, this has been uh, especially uh, current uh, news uh, since uh, some of uh, Scandals associated uh, with the parliamentary uh, Expenses uh, and uh, the abuse uh, of the system and of course uh, motions like uh, these are always uh, popular because it's easy uh, to get a uh, popular support uh, behind
0: uh, Such uh, ideas exactly so so this this is a little bit like severance pay at work So if you get fired if you get laid off then then of course you get severance pay Uh, The question is should deputies get uh, get the severance pay as well? Is it the same as being fired or being laid off if you're not reelected because especially you know, if there's a deputy who's replacing another deputy for a short amount of time, mm-hmm. as has happened with the replacement for um, Oxford's Klovinch, should they still pick up three months of, of salary? Is Is that is that fair? Is that how the system was intended?
1: Uh, Yeah, especially as uh, it it is not the case for uh, the the rest of uh, the public service and especially that in uh, following uh, this election uh, We have had so many new deputies and as a result so many deputies that are going away Uh, The tab for uh, this year uh, Compensations is close to half a million euros.
0: Yeah, but at the end of the day We've been talking a lot about ways to save money because we need to pay teachers, we need to pay medics, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Is this really going to make a big difference? Is this is this where we save the money for all of these things that we need to spend money on? Or is this just a drop in the bucket, as we say?
1: Probably compared to all other budget expenses, it is a, a drop in the bucket because uh, on the other hand, uh, there also uh, must be... Uh, strong motivation um, to get uh, competent uh, people in the parliament, which is uh, the central institution of our democracy, Uh, uh, at the same time um, of course uh, um, the the decisions on the remuneration of Saima is decided by Saima itself, so it is highly likely that it uh, will not go through, especially so soon after the election uh, taking into account uh, the electoral cycle
0: exactly and i think that that's enough politics for one night what do you uh, think uh,
1: true should we yeah. move
0: on a little bit now i have a question for you Otto. um for those of you who weren't listening last week Otto was just in america he's going to talk about it a little bit later but Otto, when you came back into the airport how did yeah. you get into the city oh uh we had a, a friend of ours that uh, took us uh,
1: back to our place yeah. Uh, so probably uh, an experience a little bit different from many people that arrive in Riga.
0: Exactly. So you didn't have to take a taxi, did no, you? No, no. Now, um, as many of you who are listening uh, might have noticed in recent times, there's been a lot of talk about the taxis from the airport to the center. Uh, how exactly did the situation start, Otto?
1: Uh, well, uh, up until recently uh, there have been a legally mandated ceiling uh, for the prices that the taxis could uh, 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 put uh, on a, a taxi ride uh, for uh, passengers. Like a maximum fare? Yes, and uh, some time ago uh, this uh, maximum fare uh, was uh, uh, cancelled, so uh, the taxis uh, can uh, uh, Can uh, make up most any prize that they uh, wish uh, Resulting in cases that you can you could have uh, a price difference for a ride from uh, the airport to the center of city from let's say
0: 15 euros up to 60 or more and uh, Also the the court also decided that anybody with a taxi license could take part in they call it the golden kilometer so the uh, endlessly long taxi stand of, uh, taxis waiting to pick you up from the airport and take you to the center. This has resulted in quite a few complaints of, uh, very predatory taxi drivers, and now it's gotten so bad that there was an incident between two taxi drivers that involved weapons, uh, I, I was reading on uh, Latvian Public Media. One of them was tear gas. So I, I don't know if that was a um, bad translation. Maybe, maybe maybe it was some kind of mace, but but it was some kind of personal spray.
1: Yes, uh, as we do not have the Second Amendment of the <laughs> Constitution, it was certainly not shotguns. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, apparently, some kind of uh, personal the uh, defense uh, instruments were utilized in the uh, sharp competition that we have seen in the last uh, weeks
0: and or so. I- And and apparently a passenger got hurt, so now the city and the airport are, again, between a rock and a hard place. They don't really have the legal tools to deal with this because they can't, as the court decided, they can't decide uh, that only certain taxi drivers Mm -hmm. are allowed to come here. Mm -hmm. So they've been discussing a ban on all vehicles driving up to the terminal, so that would even be private vehicles as well. And they would only allow public transportation so like the number 22 uh bus and and also the micro bus as well uh wh- what do you think auto is this a bit extreme is this a bit draconian uh do you think this will happen uh
1: yes i think it's uh, highly likely because it's not only an uh, issue for the municipality uh, and the airport uh, but also uh, for uh, the uh, country uh, uh, as uh, the ministry of foreign affairs ha- have been uh, involved in this Uh, As I wrote in uh, my article uh, on the Latvian foreign policy yearbook, uh, Latvia uh, used to be the country that provides security in uh, such countries where the only safe uh, place uh, in the whole of the state is the airport, so it would be strange for Latvia to give uh, such a misleading first impression uh, about itself. Uh, So uh, as uh, we already have the uh, new terminal at the Riga airport and we await uh, the new train connection between uh, the airport and the central station, uh, there should be a solution uh, that uh, is uh, very important for the question of image of Latvia and the impression uh, that we give uh, to uh, uh, any uh, visitors that come here. Because uh, the Riga airport uh, is one of the uh, fastest uh, growing airports in uh, Europe and that is uh, the gateway to uh, the majority of people that arrive here. So that's why it's very important.
0: And now for those of you who haven't taken the number 22 bus before. It's not bad, is it Otto? Uh,
1: yes, you're, you already have uh, the big bus, uh, you already have like the micro bus, so uh, there are uh, quite a few uh, opportunities uh, to travel uh, quite decently between the airport and the other locations
0: in the city. So we're not formally telling you not to take taxis here at Latvia Weekly, we would not do that, but be careful and, and do, know, do know your options as well. So okay. anyway, um, I think you mentioned a headache earlier A lot of people might be having headaches soon because flu season Mm -hmm. has officially started in Latvia and the very first officially reported case of flu uh, was reported by the health ministry earlier this week so that's the bad news the good news is that this has actually been quite a late start to the flu season and uh, it's been quite an inactive flu season both here and throughout this region of Europe uh, from what I've heard
1: Uh, Yes, and I was uh, uh, positively surprised uh, about it, uh, especially uh, that we have had quite a uh, warm and moderate uh, end of uh, autumn and beginning of uh, winter, uh, because usually uh, flu is uh, much less uh, present if you have a good cold winter, but it's uh, nice that uh, it hasn't uh, been so uh, popular, uh, so to say, uh, this year.
0: And I just have one thing I want to say to all the people out there listening. All of our listeners, Uh, I wrote this on the Latvia Weekly news update as well, which please, if you haven't been following, go to www.latviaweekly.com for uh, kind of like what we're doing right here, but in a a written form. Uh, It's a weekly news update that we do. But anyway, I wrote there that please, if you feel sick. Stay home. And I'm saying this as a teacher. I'm saying this as somebody who half of my job is chasing students who are sick for a class. And it's a huge pain if they didn't take a test. But please, please stay home. Don't go to work. Don't get all of your other colleagues sick. Don't get me sick. Don't get auto sick. Okay, please (laughs) just stay home. If you're sick. If you feel like you have the flu, don't be a hero. You're just going to be a villain. Yeah,
1: because we would like to keep doing this also next week. Huh?
0: Exactly, and and we don't want to um we don't want to be doing this uh, sick because it it won't sound nice. Yeah. Anyway, um. Should we mention the economy real quick? Uh, Yes, because it's uh, uh, also a a source of uh, good news lately. Exactly. So last few weeks have been a lot of bad news, Mm -hmm. but this week, uh, it's been mostly good Mm -hmm. news actually, besides, you know, even the flu season, glass half full, it's happened late. Anyway, Otto, uh, can you tell us some of the good economic news that's been happening lately? Uh, Well, uh,
1: continuing on the uh, trend of good news, uh, as we discussed uh, last week, uh, the the GDP growth has been uh, better than expected and like one of the best uh, in the whole of Europe. Uh, at the same time, uh, also uh, the uh, average uh, earnings, uh, at least statistically, have uh, increased, uh, which also uh, shows uh, that it has not only been, let's say, uh, industry or some services that have grown or export, uh, but also uh, the, uh, the purchasing power and the uh, uh, salaries uh, of uh, um, uh, inhabitants of Latvia.
0: And there was a very glass half full glass half empty statistic released this uh this week which was that the amount of latvian residents who are earning a net so after taxes of 450 or less per month is 28.9 percent now on one hand that's terrible that's terrible that there's so many people who are earning so little because it, i mean that goes without saying but the glass half full side is that It was 38.9% last year, so 10% higher. Uh, well, no, it's actually not 10% higher. I, I can hear a math uh, Statistics teacher yelling at me right now that that's not right. But anyway, 10 percentage points higher we can say
1: yes So th- there are more people who are earning uh, better salaries and perhaps it's also an indicator that uh, uh, some of them uh, might have been the people who have uh, exited uh, the gray economy and have uh, become part of uh, uh, the, the rest of the
0: economy hmm and uh, apparently 17,000 more people are employed compared to this time last year which uh, apparently at least the government is saying that it's because of some different uh, employment training programs I don't know you know what exactly to believe because of course uh, economic statistics are a little bit easy to you know we can look at this we can look at this we can look at this but the general picture is that things are getting better slowly
1: Yeah, and especially if we look at uh, the the last, uh, let's say, uh, a decade or more, uh, the situation is uh, much better uh, in uh, recent times than it has uh, ever been uh, before in our history.
0: Exactly. So let's cross our fingers that things Mm -hmm. will stay relatively okay. Before we dip into international news, let's just take a quick look at the weather this week. Mm -hmm. Um, How was the weather for you in Riga? Because here in Jelgava, uh, it was pretty cold, it was pretty foggy, it was pretty um, rainy, it, w- it wasn't very nice, but then on the 18th of November, it was really amazing. I even took a picture from my window. There, The sun just came out, there was a rainbow, and it really was the morning. Mm-hmm of the 18th of November and uh, the the weather the weather people, the meteorologists had been predicting this all week and it really happened uh, how, how were things in Riga for you? Uh, well in uh, Riga it was
1: uh, the cold uh, was uh, biting a little bit uh, and also there was uh, some uh, cold showers uh, but the 18th of November uh, was uh, uh, wonderful, uh, although I would uh, have preferred uh, it to be a little bit warmer so I could uh, enjoy more of uh, Starua Riga uh, but but it was quite nice compared to how it could
0: have been. And poor pills So uh, Daugopils is Latvia's second largest city. It's in the uh, east of the country, not far from the border of Belarus. There was a report on uh, Latvian public media this week that up until, I think it was the 15th of November that it was published, I might be wrong, maybe it was the 13th, that throughout the entire month, Daugopils had only seen 30 minutes of sunshine the entire week and i don't know if you remember there was this great short story by ray bradbury um where it was a science fiction story about these children who lived on venus and the sun only came out for two hours every seven years so it was like this big celebration i I feel a little bit like it's this uh ray bradbury short story and apparently this is only anecdotal but people are even reporting forgetting what the sun even looks like Mm -hmm. Um, so, so I, I apologize to you out there in pills. please take some vitamin C, please get a, a heat lamp, um, but the good news, uh, so the glass half full, we have a glass half full for pretty much every story tonight, is that, uh, so Daugopils is technically part of the Gully region of Latvia, the eastern region of Latvia, one of the four cultural regions, And this year there was a huge increase in the amount of tourists to to Latgale. There was 1.5 million. Uh, Part of that, of course, helped that the Pope visited in September, uh, but also there's been big improvements to cycling infrastructure uh, and to just the infrastructure in general. So uh, one of the statistics, which I think was kind of sad though, was that 80% of those tourists were um, from Latvia, and only 20% were foreigners. So if you are an expat, if you are a visitor to Latvia, um, if you haven't been out to Latgale yet, you need to get out to Latgale. It is just absolutely beautiful out there, especially in the summer, but but even in this time of year. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree, Otto? Yeah,
1: you can always start with um, uh, either Dalgopils and its fortress and the Mark Rotko Museum or Rēzekne with its uh, new concert hall. And of course, regarding the nature, uh, no other part of Latvia has uh, more beautiful lakes and uh, rolling hills than Latgale. Uh, especially coming from Yalegov, I should
0: know. (laughs) And now that we have about eight minutes or so left, I think we should get into some international stories that have uh, an impact on Latvia in some way. So uh, Otto is our international expert. I'm going to leave this to you. So what do you have for us this week?
1: Uh, So uh, there hasn't been uh, so much uh, uh, Apart from uh, all the congratulations regarding the Latvia centennial, but some of them that are uh, include uh, our uh, Neighbors and partners uh, in Europe Uh, uh, one of them uh, is Estonia uh, where uh, um, uh, In a little bit similar situation uh, to Latvia uh, there have been some uh, issues with the current coalition and uh, it seems that uh, due to the differences on the uh, the Uh, United Nations uh, agreement on uh, migration Uh, the current coalition might actually uh, come to an end Uh, so we'll see Whether the same parties might be able uh, to find a solution, or uh, if not, uh, whether we will see any changes uh, in uh, Estonian uh, foreign uh, policy uh, and also in uh, any uh, common positions that uh, Latvia and Estonia and uh, Lithuania or other states might
0: take together. And if I remember correctly, their next elections are in March, so this is quite not long before an election for a uh, government to collapse, for a coalition to collapse, so uh, not really great timing for them.
1: Yeah, so it might actually be possible as well that they won't have a new government uh, until uh, the next election, so uh, waiting for the spring.
0: At least if they take our example here in Latvia. Yeah,
1: exactly. And uh, if we go a little bit further north, uh, an uh, interesting development uh, was in uh, Finland, uh, which was uh, part of, uh, uh, and a partner uh, to the NATO exercise Trident Juncture, and uh, uh, one of the uh, um, uh, activities that we saw there was the jamming of uh, uh, GPS systems uh where uh, uh, the finnish side has accused uh, russia of uh, involving uh, in it uh so um uh, we uh, might see um uh, uh, another uh, t- turn or uh, another uh, um, provocation uh, in the relationship between uh, russia and nato and also uh, finland as one of the neutral countries uh, in between
0: and speaking of provocations between the eu and in russia and nato and ukraine Uh, Well, we weren't speaking of Ukraine, but we are now. So in the Donbass region of Ukraine, which is being de facto illegally occupied by Russia right now, um, there was just uh, elections that were held. And these were criticized by Latvia, so uh, do do, do you have anything you'd like to mention about this? Uh,
1: Yeah, uh, as uh, similarly to other um, non-recognized entities in the territories occupied by Russia, uh, there has been uh, an attempt to legitimize uh, this um, uh, process by having a sham uh, election. Uh, For example, we have had a similar situation in Latvia in 1940, uh, so it is not an uncommon thing. But of course, uh, uh, the Republic of Latvia does not recognize uh, this situation. And of course, the same goes for the election in question.
0: And if anybody out there wants to take issue with me calling the eastern regions of Ukraine occupied de facto by Russia, um, we don't take editorial stances here at Latvia Weekly very often. But that is the situation because those separatists are realistically being backed by russia and and this, and this is the opinion of uh, latvia and and most of the eu countries and it's just clear
1: exactly and we are Uh, also informing uh, about uh, the uh, opinions and the situation in Latvia and Europe.
0: Now, going to the other side of the continent, going to the United Kingdom, we've been hearing a lot about Brexit, which which is the process of England leaving the European Union right now, and whether or not we're going to have this deal that Prime Minister Theresa May is negotiating with Europe, or if we're going to have no deal, which would cause the United Kingdom to immediately switch back to the World Trade Organization's rules and... A lot of Brexiters would be happy because this would cause um, (laughs) really uh, the United Kingdom not to have to follow the uh, European Union's rules anymore, but this would be a really big disaster for a lot of uh, companies and for a lot of Latvians especially living in the United Kingdom, people from the United Kingdom living in Latvia. Uh, Otto, we used to have a game show in America called Deal or No Deal. So that's my question for you. What do you think it's going to be? Is it going to be Deal or is it going to be No Deal?
1: so apparently uh they have reached a deal between uh, london and brussels Uh, but at the same time uh, the British Prime Minister uh, whoever he or she may be by the time this airs uh, will have a tough time uh, selling this uh, to the members of British Parliament uh, and there are many of them uh, that wish to have their say on the final deal uh, whereas the European Union uh, is telling telling that uh, well that the deal that they have uh, agreed now is the deal uh, and there is no other option uh, other than no deal If
0: only they read The Art of the Deal by Donald Trump.
1: Mm -hmm. So So,
0: (laughs) anyway, we have one last very important piece of international news. So Otto made a visit to my home country of the United States this week. So how is America doing, Otto?
1: Oh, yeah, it was uh, the most wonderful time uh, because actually I got to see the first snow of the year in Washington, D.C. there. And uh, at the same time, it was uh, quite warmer uh, than it was in Riga. And I also saw uh, some more minutes of uh, sunshine there. So uh, uh, a big uh, shout out uh, to Olives uh, Nikers uh, who gave uh, me this wonderful opportunity to participate in the project. Uh, and uh, the project is about uh, Baltic uh, security cooperation. And uh, we had uh, a number of uh, presentations and meetings with uh, American think tanks and American experts who deal on Baltic cooperation. And our effort is to to see different ways how Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia can cooperate. Uh, what are the issues and what uh, we should do. Better to keep this part of the world uh, even safer than it is now.
0: That's great, and I'm, I'm glad that you uh, had a nice time over there. We have just two minutes left, and I am surprising you, Otto. I'm introducing uh-huh. a new segment right now, which is called <laughs> the Fun Fact of the Week. Uh-huh. Okay, and this week's fact is very fun. So this goes along with the yeah. um, with the theme of the coalition talks stalling as they are. So. Maris Kuczynskis has been prime minister for 1,012 days uh-huh. so far, okay? Which sounds like that's not very much. So, for those of you listening from the UK or from um, some other countries with parliamentary systems, that doesn't sound like that much, 1,012 uh-huh. days. However, he is currently the sixth longest serving prime minister uh-huh. in Latvian history. And if there can't be a coalition formed in the next 102 days, he will become the fifth longest serving mm-hmm. prime minister in Latvian history, which is currently um called yeah. So, so if you guys can't get it together, you can make Māris Kuczynskis the fifth longest serving prime minister in Latvian history.
1: Yeah. And uh, keep uh, him going up.
0: <laughs> and now that I've gotten that cheesy political joke out of the way, which that's not a joke. That is actually true. He really could become the fifth longest mm-hmm. serving prime minister in Latvian history. Um, I do want to end on a much more solemn note though. So, this is 100 years of the Latvian republic's existence, even in Soviet times, even when it was illegally occupied by the Soviet Union, uh, this republic was able to continue, it was able to maintain diplomatic relations. Uh, in America, children grew up seeing the Baltic states as little dashes on the map to show that they were still there and that the uh, the, the region was illegally occupied, um, but really amazing that. Uh, that th- this country's been able to exist for a hundred years um, through such tough times. It's a uh, really amazing people who live here. Um, and I'm very, very lucky to have been a part of it for such a short time. Um, I've I calculated I've lived here for 5.2% of uh, the Republic's history Otto himself has lived here for a bit longer than that, obviously. Uh, close to hundred. <laughs> well, no, we're not that old, but, um, but, but really, percent. I mean, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Well, a hundred percent of his life, but not a hundred percent of Latvian yeah. history. But, but, but in all seriousness, um, congratulations to one hundred years of the history of this lovely republic. Um, thank you for letting me live here. Thank you for being so welcoming to me. And, uh, you know, we hear stereotypes sometimes that, that Latvians are cold, Latvians aren't so friendly, they don't smile, uh, but, but, but it's not true. I mean, I, I really haven't seen that at all. And it's just such a lovely place to live. In, and we're very, very lucky to live here. So both Otto and I. So um, just wanted to mention that before we finished off. Uh, any, any final uh, greetings you'd like to make, Otto? Yes,
1: uh, the same from my side. Uh, happy birthday, Latvia, and uh, long live. And for those
0: of you uh, who are listening, see you next week. And um uh bu Thanks for listening to another episode of Latvia Weekly. Like us on Facebook and visit us at www.latviaweekly.com.